0: Welcome to the podcast tales of teaching and hands-on learning at Hendrix College. Season 3 was recorded in the weeks directly following the spring closure of Hendrix due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Like everyone else, we were learning and adjusting to the new normal. We appreciate your understanding, and please enjoy the Oddcast.
1: Greta, how are you?
0: I had that final round, like what finals are happening soon.
1: Um, I don't know about you right now, but I am like hanging out in my closet to provide a sound buffer. So that's what I mean by like the situation is a little funny to me. Oh I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you've situated yourself. Yeah, so.
0: no, I'm just upstairs. I kick my um family out and turn off the air conditioning. So
1: um
0: nice. Nice. Yeah, we'll see how this is to work out
1: but so it'll get very toasty for both of us very
0: soon oh for sure is right. what I'm hearing I'm in that yeah place, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so I guess to get us started if you wouldn't mind just telling me a little bit more like tell me a little bit more about yourself like how like, what is your major what are you into that sort of thing
0: yeah for sure um I am a junior at Hendricks College I will be for the next week um And I'm a studio art major with a
1: focus in painting and a business minor. Did you kind of find that love for painting at Hendrix? Um, Did you know that's what you wanted to be doing?
0: Uh, I did. It was definitely um, not a linear journey. Painting has always been a massive part of my life. Um, My father supports my whole family off of his art. So been totally integral um, throughout my entire upbringing. And so there was always like a... um, it was a real journey to find out like my place in w- within art. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I got to school and I was originally going to be a business major with an art minor. Uh, I just d- didn't want to be irresponsible. And so it was like a real journey to sort of be like, okay, if I want to do art, it's the only thing that I really truly love. I have to just go head first and commit and be the best. Cause I don't think there's any way to not. <laughs> make it if you're not going to commit fully to the process
1: yeah I fully understand that you've got to dive right in put in all the hours put in all the time yeah 100 percent. how did you find this experience was it through your family was it through a different means
0: it was actually painting professor Matthew Lopas uh, was a professor at the Mount Gretna School of Art the summer before and throughout my freshman year after that year um, I went to the New York Studio School uh, for two weeks. And so mm-hmm. with Geneva Hill, she's an amazing painter. Um, and we had such an amazing time. And I, it's so valuable to get a different opinion um, from different artists. And you sort of synthesize that after that experience. Um, and I was just looking to do that again. And it was kind of hard to say, okay, I want for seven whole weeks and commit to painting because, you know, you're going to be away from your friends away from Arkansas. Um, Mm -hmm. But I knew ultimately that, you know, if I wanted to get better, this is going to be how I'm going to do it. And uh, Lopez was really encouraging and he had a great time there. So I decided to apply. That's wonderful.
1: Yeah. Um, I I kind of, I get that. Like it is a different setting and everything like that. Um, And it probably takes a a strong motivation to, to dive into creating every day. How did you kind of wrap your head around that and find that motivation
0: well one thing you know the program i don't know how much i should probably explain a little bit about what
1: yeah please do
0: um it's a seven-week art program and there are six teachers that come in over the course of the period some years there are four some that you were really lucky that we had six and it's so unique this program because you're in this small pennsylvania town that is unlike anything you've ever seen before that all the houses are really old. It's very community oriented. Uh, cars can't even drive on the streets because they're so narrow. Oh, wow. And um, It's a weird, like, oasis in this, uh, sort of, like, in the hills of Pennsylvania, and um, you are in a really intense community with probably, like, 20 to 30 other artists working all the time, and then you have these six different uh, teachers that come in over the course of the seven weeks. And uh, those change every single year. So it's no one's school. It's no one's like philosophy, um, Mm -hmm. which I think is incredibly valuable. So um, and they're all committed to landscape painting. So when I applied, I had no interest in landscapes whatsoever. So (laughs) (laughs) it was definitely weird to think, okay, I'm going to go out there and do landscape painting for such a long period of time. But I just, my goals for the experience was to just make a lot of work and just sort of accept the process.
1: So what type of work were you making before this experience? Um,
0: It was largely figurative. One thing that I learned the summer before is that um, I was letting go of a young sort of thing that a a lot of young artists do, which is working from photographs um i really mm-hmm. let go of that but i was still deeply attached to creating when i was looking at a person and painting the figure i wanted it to be perfect and i almost wanted to create a photograph on the canvas um yeah. which turns out to be horribly boring uh stagnant doll-like paintings that <laughs> are just kind of terrifying. Yeah um i really felt like i was stuck and i was so seduced with uh the figure that um I just it was so hard for me to break away from that Um, and I realized that I didn't Mm -hmm. really like a lot of the work I was making so um, going to landscape painting I had so many revolutions over that time Um, but yeah that was the work I was doing before Um, and so I felt like landscape painting might sort of give me a new lease on painting.
1: Yeah, I I totally understand that. So like full disclosure, I also have a degree in studio art. And during that time found the same sort of idea of like I was just trying to put perfection on the canvas. And then at some moment, uh, similar to yours, I was like, I don't have to because photography exists and photos exist. So I can be free from that. Um, What other kind of breakaways did you get from this experience? Um, did you discover any kind of new styles that you wanted to be in?
0: The first uh, few weeks we were working with uh, Scott Ramming and he had us mm-hmm. doing um, one day painting. So the morning we would do painting for four hours outside on site and that was helpful because you know you're working quickly and you're responding to the landscape and the landscape is so complex and just overwhelming and beautiful. And so you have this tiny amount of time to reduce it onto a canvas and have it be legible. So it's hugely empowering to um, be able to take this complex um, subject matter and then translate it onto Mm -hmm. a canvas. Um, So that was really great. But I will say that I felt like I was making paintings up until maybe a month (laughs) in and all these people that was the great thing it was um i was working with people that were so much better than me and you rise to their level over time and because yeah we had those seven weeks you could really sit with the work and um work with these people and sort of understand what you're doing wrong um, and then evolve. Um, you know, when class was over, you had these incredibly accomplished artists and it's not like they went home. They were all stuck in this weird town. <laughs> so we would go to the restaurants and get a beer or something. And, you know, you mm-hmm. would talk for hours about art and you got to look inside their lives. Um, and you could talk about what you were struggling with. So, um, it, the, the thing about it was, it was just like community and like, building each other up and, like, really understanding what you had to work on.
1: It sounds like the community is a huge part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, did you expect that? Expect to have this this kind of community there waiting for you?
0: No. I mean, I really went in with no expectations. I was so busy before. Um, I was working full time. So I just sort of, like, went up there mm-hmm. with no expectations. Um, I think in the past, whenever you're in a environment of people that are so talented and so motivated you're you have no choice but to sort of rise to their level you know i think they called out on a lot of I realized that i did not have a good um knowledge of like contemporary artists um one of our mm-hmm. first teachers barbara grossman um she was born and raised in manhattan and in her 70s and she was like you guys aren't looking at what's going on right now and um you know this like older woman was telling us like mm-hmm. know you've got to get on this and um, now I have all these heroes that are like working right now and responding to what's happening and before I just was really looking on like art history and um, Mm -hmm. that was cool we took a lot of trips to like Philadelphia and New York um, to look at museums and go to artist studios so you know these people are so accessible uh, and that was really, really cool to find out, because now we have all these contacts um, all
1: around. Are you in contact with anyone from that community or any of those artists that you, you met with during those studio visits? Yeah, um, for sure. Uh,
0: there were people, I mean, it's so great now that we have stuff like Instagram and Facebook. So um, yeah. you can always like see what they're working on and they like your photos, Um I met people like Bruce Gunnier and uh, Tina Lunsford. I still talk to them sometimes or, um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, it's hard not, especially with the teachers that were there with you for maybe like three weeks. um, It's hard to not feel like you have like a relationship with them or shoot them a text sometimes or send them work um, because Mm -hmm. you really do build a relationship over that time.
1: This sounds like such a neat place. In, you know, like nestled kind of in, in the middle of nowhere, can you describe a typical day for your, like for yourself? You know,
0: I would uh, get up in the morning and uh, you live in cottages uh, with maybe six or seven other people. So you get up and like make breakfast together and talk about what you're going to do during the day. And then you gather mm-hmm. your paints and um, you normally go to painting class. Um, and so you'll meet in some sort of park or studio um, and talk about color or what we're going to be focusing on for the day Um, and then you go and work for those four hours then you break for lunch and then you work for another four hours on drawing and that's with the model um, normally so sometimes we'll have one model or two and uh, they'll set up a scene and we'll draw Um, and then we have a group dinner and sometimes we cook and uh, it was, we mm-hmm. all had different jobs for the week. Um, so a lot of times we would um, have maybe like four or five people uh, cooking dinner for the entire, uh, all the students, uh, which is really amazing. I cooked dinner one night with our um, miss who was from France. And uh, she made mm-hmm. ratatouille, and I made peach cobbler. Um, I don't <laughs> know what happened to me. I'm making all these. Like, I love that. Arkansas. I feel like <laughs> I, uh, I was eating really healthy. and vegan when I'm home. And then I was there and I was like making doubled eggs and cobbler and all these things that I would (laughs) never normally eat. Um,
1: Because it's so intensive, what was the most challenging aspect of this whole experience for you?
0: um, I think it was just not getting discouraged. I said that I didn't really feel like I was making good work up until about two months in. Mm -hmm. Um, But you had nothing but inspiration. We had um, speakers come in. We had two artist lectures a week. Um, from artists that would come in and give us critiques on our work um, and then I, I think at certain at a certain point you sort of hit a wall and you realize what everyone's trying to say and then you can start to yeah. make something that you're really proud of um, but I think overall I mean I didn't it was such a largely positive experience of course everything is in hindsight but um. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think it's just, you know, you, that whole thing is just, you have to show up and that sort of program mm-hmm. forces you to even when you don't want to make work. And there's some days where it seems really impossible, um, but you just have to. And it's just about like coming in and like making bad work and making a lot of it will um, hit something that's honest mm-hmm. um, after a while. But yeah, if that answers your
1: question. <laughs> No, it, it absolutely does. I mean, can you talk a little bit about that idea of, of making something honest? What does that mean for you? Um,
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, there's it's something that we talked about. A bit, but there's just something that happens where, you know, you earn your relationship with your art and your paint. And mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's any sort of effort and things are just presenting themselves to you. Um And you can work for five or six hours. even feel like, you know, if it sounds a little like heady or whatever, but um, it it really is true that like (laughs) after a while, things really do just start to present themselves to you. I think that's why, you know, artists just keep doing it because this really is so life-giving.
1: I understand that feeling for sure. There's been many hours just staring at the canvas. Like, what am I doing? What is happening here? There were some teachers there Um, that,
0: um, really broke down um, barriers. The two teachers at the end, um, Thaddeus Mm -hmm. and Kimberly Trowbridge, Thaddeus Redell and Kimberly Trowbridge, Thaddeus had no patience for bad compositions. And we did a 20 minute drawing in the beginning and he told us, these are all horribly arrogant paintings. Um, (laughs) You know, they're just, you know, you have to keep going. And it was like, oh, there is a Mm -hmm. wrong answer. And you just, it was so like freeing for him to like insult us all, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so it, it it broke me down, and I was like, "Oh, this is great! This is great! I can like, I'm not going to make anything boring. Like, I I know that you just have to try six different things, and it won't take you but five minutes to make something really interesting mm-hmm. and activate a line." But I could quote people for hours. I mean, we had so many amazing people come.
1: That's not. I mean, that sounds like so wonderful even on those down days just to like be in the act of creating Mm -hmm. kind of all the time um so what's it like I guess you're I'm assuming not really in a controlled space right so what is that like being outdoors all the time so you're not even just fighting against like is this working on the canvas but you've got all these external elements happening
0: um oh just like uh being outside and like yeah yeah um, Mm -hmm. that's sort of I learned to really like that I like when things change or Mm -hmm. light moves because then you can sort of grab on to um something that you really like or erase something it can be frustrating but Mm -hmm. I think it, it teaches you not to be precious which is exactly what I was doing wrong before so that's really great and it's a a challenge to do landscape painting where things are constantly changing and flowers are dying that you were painting. And you're like, Oh, I didn't fully grab onto that. I mean, it's it, <laughs> simple things like that. You're like, Oh, this yeah. is, um it, it is like a living, breathing thing. And then there's always like people walking around. Uh, the community was a full of a lot of older people that really loved um, to watch us work. So, um, you know, they're always coming up behind you and like tapping you on the shoulder and <laughs> trying to start a conversation um <laughs> but you know that was great it was a little break
1: um, so how do you feel now about landscape I love paintings? it
0: I still do it all the time um it it just makes you see things and appreciate nature in a whole different way I feel so much more connected to it because before I would never stare at a tree for 12 hours um but because of painting you do you really <laughs> have those like quiet moments with nature um so I think it's brought me closer to that, and now, when I even paint a figure, mm-hmm. I can think of like the face like a landscape, and to be objective and to use those lessons of having a sort of abstract uh solid base to my figures mm-hmm. um, is really empowering um so I'm all for landscape painting I do it a lot more. Now. <laughs>
1: You talked a little bit about how it's carried into your your figurative work as well. Has it shown up in other ways? Has your style changed a little bit from this experience? Um,
0: I definitely think so. Um, You know, things like materials. I think I work faster now um, because of landscape painting. Um, There's an urgency to it. If you read anything about, like, impressionist painters, you know, they talk about wanting to capture Mm -hmm. that sort of moment in time. I think landscape painting just gives you a confidence that... um, I would have never had before. So I think I'm just more a confident
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: painter and it, it comes through in any sort of work that I do.
1: So you know, you were talking about that that need for perfection a little bit there. Um and then this experience kind of freeing you from that um has that helped you like with a direction for what your senior show might be or just even your classwork at Hendrix? At Hendrix, Yeah,
0: I think it has. Um this past class I was in sort of gave me a taste of what I would be doing for, um, my senior show, um, and, um, I was working on sort of figures in interiors with a strong color story, um, Mm -hmm. and I've just had a lot of fun with that, so, um, I think that that experience just made me want to enjoy the journey of painting a lot. So I've been setting up a lot of like weird theatrical yeah. um, sort of settings for my figures to <laughs> like sort of live in. Um, and yeah. I, so I have all these references now that I can kind of wear on my sleeve. Um, there's a really amazing painter named Aubrey Leventhal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, when I think of interiors, I think a lot about her paintings. And so now I have this sort of catalog of artists that I can pull And even, like, amazing um, Arkansas folk artists, like Carol Clore, um, he's got such an amazing Mm -hmm. relationship with color. So when I set up my um, figures, I think about how he sort of had this really intense, um, on like, that's all warm, like, one moment of cool color, like a pop Mm -hmm. of sky or something. So even though I'm inside, um, Mm -hmm. I look back to those references and... Uh, can sort of set them up with more confidence and enjoy painting and talk to the model and um, get to know them and then Mm -hmm. they come through in the paintings a bit too so I feel like I'm a little bit more of a artist now that likes every element of making a painting
1: I mean I think it's pretty obvious but you've you've learned a ton from this experience at least when it comes to painting and art but I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about maybe what you learned about yourself, you know, as you mentioned earlier, going off for a couple months to a completely different place in a, in a very different mm-hmm. setting does take a lot.
0: Yeah, um, I, it, I think it's just informing all of the choices that I'm doing moving forward. When you leave that experience, every single mm-hmm. person there was just like, I never want to stop working. Um, So I think it just sort of, like, lights a fire in you. And you're never going to have that same amount of time. Like, it's such a unique opportunity Mm -hmm. to have eight hours in the day to just sit down and be around people that all interpret the world in the exact same way. Um, So it's just about, like, taking those, like, Mm -hmm. small bits of information and finding those moments in the day and, like, how you can... um, move into that i think it's just about like being a hard worker so i think that's what i learned about myself the mm-hmm. most it's like you can um always have like a, a little bit of like fire in you to like keep working on something
1: well that's great i this has been really enjoyable for thanks me so, Thank you much. so much for talking with us i really really appreciated <sighs> uh, you taking that time and i've really enjoyed hearing everything um yeah thanks for putting up a fine yeah recording.
0: For more information on the Odyssey program or Hendricks College, please join us at hendricks.edu or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hendricks College. Thanks for listening.